Coming to you from the heart of the heartland, you're listening to Life Chat, a podcast designed to help independent agents make life easy. It's important to note the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of EMC National Life. Now it's time to get things started. Let's join our life insurance team. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today. This is uh, Rob with Life Chat, and uh, with me as always, Kurt Till. And today we are joined by our communications team here of... This is Carly O'Connor. And I'm Anna Nielsen. And thank you very much for joining us today. Today we're going to be talking about social media and uh, how it can be useful for your agency as a way to uh, interact with your clients. And uh, I know uh, we've done the one where they've asked us questions. Now we're going to come back and ask questions about social media because I'll be honest... Don't know a lot. It's on my phone, and that's about where it ends. So, what kind of social media do you do? Me? I've seen you post your dog on Instagram. See, that's Aww. about it, though. Aww. And so, I think that's Poppins. Th- see, exactly. I have a dachshund, Poppins. She is the love of my life. Are anyway. you making money yet on Instagram? <laughs> no. Is she Insta famous? <laughs> are you no. an influencer? <laughs> Don't know what any of those are, and I am zero. <laughs> Vocab term number one. <laughs> but I think the thing is, is uh, maybe that's what a good point to start is, is that what is a good way to get started social media, but then also how do I use it for my business versus me posting photos of what I'm eating for way. dinner, you know? Mm-hmm. So let's start there. Let's let's actually, uh, where is, what is a good social media at this point? Uh, so let me ask you this. For like, can, can I start with a question? Yeah. What is the best social media platform? <laughs> there seems platform, to be many of them the out there. Mm-hmm. Or, or is it always changing? It uh, depends on what demographic you want to reach, I would say. Instagram, we have a lot of agencies follow us, but the those who reach out to us are usually younger. Hmm. And we have a slightly older demographic on Facebook. So we also have a Twitter. It, so it depends what kind of audience you want to Facebook, reach. Is Facebook own? Instagram? It does now. So if you share a story to Instagram or Facebook, you can also automatically link it to the do other it? and post too. Hmm. So here's a question though. So obviously there's different audiences, so they're probably interacting differently with the social media. If you were to have, say, a call of action of like, hey, call my agency or send me a message, is one, I guess, more suited for that over the other? Both demographically and capability-wise. Well, on Facebook, you can easily mm-hmm. message their profile. Hmm. Uh, same with Instagram, though, as well. Yes. Direct messaging. Um, yeah, so both of them. Do you think one is more likely to message you through that? Like you said, mentioned the younger. As a millennial. Millennial, um, sorry. I would. The capital M. <laughs> feel more comfortable probably messaging than doing a phone call right away but again it depends yeah. on the person see see that is interesting because me i'm a i'm gonna pick up the phone and call you i'm gonna pick up the phone and call yeah. too yeah if i see usually i'm going to say facebook to find a phone number oh. to call them because that's how because i'd rather call you and say hey this is wrong or i need this tell me how to get this yeah i would mm-hmm. call too if it's like an immediate thing but if mm-hmm. i just have like maybe a generic question that's not very pertinent I think it's easier to like email or message. And I would say younger generations probably don't want to interact over the phone as much (laughs) as messaging. It's accurate. Uh, Okay. Okay. So Uh, in that sense. They're so social. (laughs) (laughs) So so that kind of lends itself more to that ease of access Mm -hmm. if you come across, say, um, Kurt Insurance and you suddenly want to ask a question of like, hey, what is some, what is term insurance? you'd be more likely to hit the message button, send that to Kurt, 
as opposed to even if Kurt had his phone number there, picking up and dialing five 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 Kurt to get your answer. Do you get would would you have a problem? Say you message that to me, me calling you back with that answer. Because here here's what I'm that's thinking. Fine. That's for fine. me calling back, it's a lot easier for me to tell you that on the phone mm-hmm. than to sit there and try to yeah. type that out. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Like when I send you guys emails and you call mm-hmm. me, that's fine. I just we are guilty. Yes. <laughs> like I get my thoughts across clearer if I can mm-hmm. write them out first, and maybe that's it. It's not a generational thing. I just like write. And see, so mine's just the yeah, opposite. The my thoughts come out maybe. when I'm on the phone. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not generational. Maybe it's introverted, extroverted. It is easier to call, but sometimes it takes me a little bit to call that person. Oh. Build up, yeah, build confidence. up the confidence <laughs> to call. She's <laughs> overthinking. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe it is more introverted. Mm-hmm. So what about Twitter? Have I have a hard time reading Twitter. <laughs> I do. It's, it seems like yeah. it's a lot of... It's a hard time reading in general, but Twitter <laughs> makes it harder. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of hashtag. It seems Memes. like a lot of... Yeah, it's just... I, I, sometimes I can't... I don't know what it's trying to say or who it's talking to. Yeah, I think the interface is a little harder to digest, especially Instagram so easy because it's just photos and... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little bit of wording. Yeah, but... I feel like also Twitter, like, if I was trying to convey a message, being the limited... I think they've added characters since it first opened. Like, you can yeah, do more. Yeah, I think so. But still, like, on Instagram, you can have a photo and then, as far as I can tell, like, several paragraphs and, like, links and stuff in there. I feel like Twitter, you're kind of limited on what you can put out there. So it might be six or seven posts to get through. It's almost like a thought yeah. instead of a description of what yeah. you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then I wonder if you're taking it, let's say my original message is this, and then I have to cut it down to fit Twitter. Am I losing it in that? Am I not communicating what I want to? And it just sounds like I'm screaming from the top, term insurance from the top of the building and not getting any response. Right. So, mm-hmm. I think you just need to be aware of the content and maybe mm-hmm. you have different content depending on the platform. the platform. Oh, okay. Here's a question about content. So Twitter could link to a longer yeah. article somewhere, but then yeah. you just have like a blur, like a quick blurb. Uh, so you're tweet. saying in there have a link to say like a blog post on the benefits of term insurance or something mm-hmm. like that. So kind of linking it back to say yeah. my website or something like, like that. Like smaller, more digestible like tweets. Oh, okay. Okay. So now here's on the content question here though. If I've got a social media page for my business, I've always heard that you should have so many posts of you just kind of out in the community doing things, you know, a volunteer or something like that, along with, say, product placement, for lack of a better word, of kind of more towards something that I'm selling to kind of show that. So you're trying to make it more personable. Yeah, I'm more interacting Mm -hmm. in my day-to-day, and it's not just buy life insurance, buy life insurance, buy life insurance, because then I've heard that people just get numb to it and they just shut it out. Yeah, you want to see the personal side of Mm -hmm. the business and – that they're a normal human just like you. But they More also sell life insurance. Probably. More relatable, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Huh. So if you post like someone in the agency like had a birthday or accomplished something, it's like then your consumer can see that if you post it and they know kind of who they're working with behind the scenes, mm-hmm. what they look like. So he's not like. all business. He does have hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> and people react more to photos of people than just general stock photos. Oh yeah. And animals. Animals, yeah. Is animals big? Puppies. Does Poppins want to be in a Facebook? Oh. (laughs) We can make a meme out of Poppins. Yes. Something with life insurance. I don't want it to go to her head, but Uh yes, she would be more than willing (laughs) to pose for any photo. So, yes. (laughs) What about the times of posting? Like, um, how many times you post? 
does that affect negative positively too much too little um Oh, amount of okay, because yeah. time, like, yeah. time does. I don't mean time. Yeah. Like, oh, like time a day. Yeah. How, how many factors. times yeah. do you post? I think like Tuesdays. Yeah, you go on, I'll go on top. Tuesdays in the afternoon, for some reason, are like the best times to post or send an email. Mm-hmm. Apparently, so once a week. Um, no, I would do say two or three times mm. to be active. But you do want quality over quantity mm-hmm. when you post. But yeah, I would say two to three times a week. And also, if you're in charge of your Facebook page, you can go to the analytics side and you can see who sees your posts at what time. So that could factor into what time you post uh, during the day and what day of the week to get the most traction on your post. I didn't even know you could do that. See, I... I, You have to be an admin on your business page, Mm. but... Yeah, See, I have a that. friend who does that, and when she goes on vacation, she um, schedule se- schedule. There yeah, you go, you schedule, schedule posts. posts. So it looks like they're in the office. Yeah. So it'll like post like you know, filling out paperwork, and then it's. Does like, she go through a third party? Nope, she that? does it. Through, it's on Facebook. Yeah, now? does it right through Facebook? You so, can do it on yeah. Facebook, but I've heard if you have multiple platforms, it's easier to do it through yeah, a third party. Because we have Hootsuite. Yeah. yeah. For like Twitter, but if you're solely mm-hmm. on Facebook, you can just schedule them on Facebook. So this is probably a bad reference, but is Hootspeak like Wolf from The Office where you post on one and then it just oh. on everything? <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that's, uh, that's the of. only thing I have to compare it to. So, okay. Maybe. I've never used it personally. What is it? Hootspeak? Hootsuite. Hootsuite. Hootsuite, sorry. Hootsuite. <laughs> Sounds like something out of French German. restaurants. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, anyway, Hootsuite. It's a half and wise Um. Yeah, so it, it depends. You can have different settings. So it's mm-hmm. like if you want the same post to go to like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or you can have separate posts. You can schedule them for different times. It's customizable. Oh, wow. So you can really almost use both. So if you're mm-hmm. looking at a schedule of doing so many a week or something, you could basically kind of sit down at the beginning of the month if you want to plan it a little bit more and kind of put it oh. all the way out. Especially you if you were doing something, I could say a campaign that we were going to be pushing for, uh, uh, say, you know, a particular product or something like that for your agency to really kind of push for the end of the year. So, huh. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of the thinking out of it, too. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, really, when you look at, I guess, time invested in it versus, say, doing a, a mailer or something like that. Because, I mean, one thing I've always kind of social media, I don't think it's entirely free if you want ads or something like that. But for the most part, it's relatively cheap compared to, say, alternatives. Yeah. Cost-effective. So you can do Facebook advertising, and mm-hmm. that links to Instagram and Facebook. And you just you can target demographics. So, like, say you have an ad with a couple and a new baby, and mm. you can target people who have just had a baby to get oh. life insurance. So you're saying the actual audience you can choose. Yes, but that's what... Facebook advertising. But you have to pay for that. Oh. It's pretty cheap, though. It's like, I think we did it for like 10 bucks for a month. Oh, wow. It's way easier than sending out mail. Because like, yeah. we were both agents at one yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Not just the cost of the printing, getting the envelopes, the stamps, mm-hmm. the time. Putting the list together, everything. Putting everything in an envelope, getting it out. Mm-hmm. And I might get one response. Right. <laughs> really, yeah. I mean, it, that's the funny thing about it, especially coming from... You know, that world, because I, I remember when I first, you know, came to work here, that was a big thing is I didn't want to print anything because I knew how much it costs to print a piece of paper. So for me, when I did a mailer, I mean, it was long thought out. Of what mm-hmm. am I going to do in December? Because the font, everything, you're like, how's this going to I'm going to spend five, six hundred dollars on this mailing. I wanted to make, have an impact. And um, it wasn't very good. 
No. <laughs> Are you guys more apt to respond to an advertisement you see on social media or a mailer? Usually the ads I see on social media are just things that I've searched before and then the internet yeah. reminds me I was looking at this. So yeah, your phone's listening to you. So <laughs> the mailers is what you're saying. <laughs> Probably the internet. Internet. Yeah. So it's more I mean accurate. I look at my mail, but then it's very brief. If I don't need it, toss it. It's usually coupons. Yeah. Or credit card. Request. Or insurance <laughs> office <laughs> newsletters. <laughs> no, I scour those. Oh, there's probably some wonderful ideas in there put together. So, Now, here's a question I have for you. So when if someone would say to set up a, a Facebook or Instagram, um, is it better to set it up as, say, me, as, say, the agent, or one as my agency, or both? Agency. And usually there's a couple people who are the admins and contribute to it. But it depends, like, if you belong to an agency mm-hmm. or not, or if you're a completely independent agent. True, true. I so. can see that. I can see that. Because I see the benefits of both. Because mm-hmm. I guess could do both. I guess as the agency, I could still post, say, myself out, you know, giving away turkeys at Thanksgiving or something like that and just tie it back to the agency to kind of get people to go back to that portion. And then maybe my call to action mm-hmm. off that is to go to my website or something like that. Yeah, I think that's what most people do or what I've seen. Now, would you say, now, if you were on Facebook, would you want all the information there or would you be willing to go to a site outside of Facebook to get the additional information you needed? Like a link to your website? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It depends how (laughs) interested I am. Well, I mean, just wondering, because if I I was putting it out there, I feel like I'd want to get some information on my Facebook page, but I I feel like I really want to get you to my website. So like, want more information on auto insurance? Click here. If you make it easy Mm -hmm. for the person to click the link, yeah, I'd look Mm -hmm. at it. Of course, I imagine it probably has to be at least from a design standpoint, at least on par with Facebook. So if you click my link and it goes to my DOS website where it's, you know, (laughs) like the little dancing paperclip, probably not going to... Your DOS... (laughs) Social so, any, are there any other social media platforms that are new, that are coming out, that people are going to, that aren't Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram? Should I have a TikTok account? <laughs> if you I watched the really <laughs> TikTok. younger generation. The Gen Z. Yeah. TikTok? Mm-hmm. Gen A. Is that what they're called? I don't have it. Oh. Oh, I, I just look at it. I don't do anything on it. If you want to reach the younger generation, we, you said Gen Z. Gen Z, be? Gen A, I don't remember, I don't remember which. <laughs> Would they be, but here's the thing, though. If you were going to say go on a platform like uh-huh. uh, TikTok or Snapchat. Snapchat or something like that, um, do you see, I guess, more businesses inside, outside insurance, leaning more towards video content as opposed to just throwing up, say, a picture of something and then – a little tagline, click here or something mm-hmm. like that. I do see a lot of video content. Um, there's a new feature on Instagram, though, Instagram video, right, where you can have longer videos instead of photos mm. on Instagram. So oh. you can do f- videos on those same platforms. You don't have to reach out like to other in platforms. Your f- in your feed or in your story? Both. Oh. So is there a benefit to doing a story versus a post? A story only lasts 24 hours. And then it's gone? Yep. So that could be more like you have one insurance agent maybe do like a day in the life of mm-hmm. 
John. Mm-hmm. And then he takes it for a day and is like, hey, this is me at my desk writing Killing policies. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to give people a greater insight into what you actually do. That would be something for stories, I would say. Hmm. And a story cannot be converted into a post. It's one or the other, right? Or If you save it, you could post it. Hmm. I feel like because stories, videos, stuff like that, I feel like we're using so much more with our smartphones that that's going to just become more and more. Because I see people now kind of agents posting little videos of like, hey, mm-hmm. out today at blank. Or that. I actually have one uh, agent who does a great job on LinkedIn, of all places, does about – two maybe three videos a week where he updates what's going on they're not great <laughs> but at the same time i know what's happening in his agency generally yeah. i'll watch them just is this agent gonna listen to this hmm? podcast probably not <laughs> 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 i kid he probably will knowing him but anyway but it um the thing is it's just him talking but i feel like i know what's happening at his agency and so generally when i do follow up with a phone call or something like that i'm like hey i saw you out at the farm lot yesterday how was that going for you so and i wonder if clients are doing the same thing they're watching these little videos reaching back out because they feel like they have a little bit more of a personal connection with him mm-hmm. as opposed to just being their agent yeah i think that goes back to your humanizing element mm-hmm. how do you humanize your facebook instagram twitter i've seen seen that a lot on linkedin the videos of maybe just one person, mm-hmm. I don't know, something inspirational or what they're doing that day. I posted a video on LinkedIn once. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. I think How'd I saw it. How did it do? Was it Poppins? It took, no, it was me outside of a, a Big Eye conference. Yeah, and I liked it. Yeah, it took, uh, the problem is, mind you, it was my first video ever doing it, but it took me six tries to get it. Oh. I kept having people walk in the background or car drove by and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of, so, I don't know if you can see the frustration in my face at the end of it, but, uh, um, but it made me, cause I was originally going to try to do more video posting. It was kind of my idea with it, but it seemed like it, it, there was some labor, I guess, yeah. involved with it. So I was wondering, is it better to kind of plan some of those out? I'm going to be at X conference. I want to do a video. I'm going to be here. I should do a video. Just, I guess, prepare myself a little bit more to find a space and things like that to do it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good idea. So back to TikTok. <laughs> I don't ever see... How do you use TikTok to say like an insurance agent? How would you use TikTok? The stuff I see on TikTok just doesn't I don't think resonate. TikTok, honestly, is applicable oh, yeah, to okay. the insurance industry That's what yet. I was wondering. I'm like, is my TikTok different than your TikTok? Let me no. put a disclaimer in <laughs> yeah. yet. <laughs> Maybe TikTok will blow up. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. I don't. Maybe there will be a business aspect to it. I don't yeah. know. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever been on TikTok? No. I know what TikTok is. Right. I've seen it uh, on YouTube. But, uh, but you know, actually, would you consider YouTube a social media platform? Yeah, you can have channels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen other kind of instructional videos on there where people are talking about, say, this is what term insurance is. This is what life insurance is. Mm-hmm. Or this is how, you know, we sell this. This is how we review your auto and stuff. And they, they're very informative. Uh, I, I enjoy them in my profession. But I always wonder how much a client is really gaining from this uh, video. You know, am, am we, are you really drawing someone in? Um, but I guess if they're seen as an expert mm-hmm. in the subject matter, then maybe they would be reaching out to them. I'm a visual learner, so I would, it, I would appreciate videos like that on social media. Now, if you do a video on, say, YouTube, can you post it on Facebook then? So that would yeah. kind of be a yeah cross. If you upload it to Facebook, yeah, you mm-hmm. can put the link 
or upload it to YouTube. You can put the link on Facebook hmm. and share it that way. I feel like we need to make a podcast Facebook and we'll videotape this session. Live chat going live <laughs> from the lab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we <can>. Exactly. <laughs> Producer and, and Andy's on top equipment. of it. <laughs> Well, this has all been very, very interesting to say the least. I think this is always something evolving that agents need to be um, aware of because that's where it's going. Because mm-hmm. I think that's where more and more advertising dollars are going and also just more just of your clients are. More efficient. There's less mm-hmm. time spent on it. Yeah. So personalize it two to three times a week, Tuesday afternoons. Yes. <laughs> and also, I do believe uh, if I'm – Correct me if I'm wrong here, but we also create some content here that we can. We do. Yeah. So every Mm -hmm. month we create four to six social media posts and you can email us your logo and Mm -hmm. we will co-brand those for you and email them back for you. You can also get in contact us, get in contact with us to uh, research Facebook advertising so we can create posts for that and help you organize Mm -hmm. that. Oh, Oh. see. So we can really partner in that stuff too. Yeah. Much better than what I used to do. So <laughs> anyway, uh, so with that, I'd like to thank everyone who uh, for stopping by today, first off, and then also for taking time to listen to it. Uh, I'm Rob and uh, Kurt. See you all later. <laughs> Thanks a lot.